0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I'm your host, Camille. And today we get a special guest co-host, someone from, all the way from Australia, who's going to talk to me about this movie that is set in Australia. Um, CJ, the hot mess mom, she is a fellow podcaster. She does they buzz podcasts. Say Hi.
1: I Guess I'm meant to say g'day. Oh, <laughs> good day.
0: Oh, how cute. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Hello, everyone. I'm CJ the Hot Mess Mom. I'm on Neighbors the Neighbors Re and we recap Neighbors, which is actually mentioned in this film that we are going to review. Really? I didn't notice. Yes. That. Yeah, it was probably my favorite part of the movie. <laughs>
0: I didn't even notice that you said to me that um, one of the actors
1: was from neighbors, which one was it? Was it Tim? So he was, Tim was on neighbors. Um, so he, there's, we have two main soaps in Australia. So we have neighbors, which is shot in Melbourne Yeah, and we have home and away, which is so, shot in Sydney beaches. Mm. So the home and away is more the vibe of this film, yep. but neighbors is more of a suburban vibe. And, um, yep. And he was on Neighbours first for not that long and then he did a longer stint on Home and Away. Mm. A lot of actors in Australia have been on both soaps. Mm. Yeah. Um, And so but in one of the scenes when they're talking about what's going to happen with the restaurant, which we'll get to, but um, one of the characters says, as long as I get home for Neighbours. (laughs) She's talking about the show that I podcast about.
0: That is so funny because I did not catch that. With I thought it they were talking about like next or neighbor or needed something or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was amusing a little bit because neighbors is more popular in the UK than Australia. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a little bit of a funny joke that there was someone up in Queensland somebody were watching this show that is mainly watched in the UK. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's funny. Well this week we are reviewing but um, well, in, uh, in the United States, it's titled "Love Down Under." In Australia, where CJ is, it's titled "Romance on the Menu." Yeah. Um, it was released in 2020 in Australia, and Hallmark got the rights to it to sa- to um, air in the United States just this year, and now they changed the title. I don't know why they changed the title. I actually like
1: romance on the menu more than Love Down Under. So um, I think there might be some other movie or something called Love Down Under. So I think romance on the menu might be the secondary name. Yeah. Or something. But Love Down Under sounds like like a very American movie about Australia.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. My question um, is, 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 is it? Is, is down under, like, just because of the geographical location of Australia or is there something deeper than for the reason of that nickname?
1: I think it's just the geographic location, but also where they shot the film is the top of Australia. So while it is down under of the country, of the world, it's not of the country.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. Okay, so the little bit of synopsis on this movie is that called Caroline, played by Cindy Busby. She owns a restaurant in New York called El Laboratoire. And they recently got, I'm not sure if I said the name of the restaurant, right? I do not speak French, (laughs) but um, it's sort of like a modern restaurant, very fancy looking. Mm. not not a place I would eat, (laughs) but um, it's a restaurant, but it recently got a mediocre review from a critic. So she's been working hard on like improving the restaurant, getting renovations on it. But then um, she finds out that she inherits a cafe in Australia from her aunt Dee who passed away the year before. She goes to Australia with plans of selling the cafe, but the cafe is sort of run down and like has a lot of fixer upper kind of thing. So before she sells the cafe, she needs to fix it up so that the place can sell for a good price. That's where she meets Cook, who that's his last name the same cook that's also his position in the cafe is the cook and stuff and he helps with renovations for the restaurant but it's kind of hilarious because the other employees are like you know sweeten her up a little bit so that she doesn't sell the restaurant he's like I'm not planning on doing that
1: (laughs) oh yeah they they think very highly of his romance skills
0: I think Kylie so has right. romance skills. The guy is gorgeous. <laughs> I I mean, like, uh, here's my question: Do I get any ugly Australian men? Because honestly, I have yet to see. Them. <laughs> I have yet to see one. I know, I know that like all the movies and all of the Australian actors, they actually look. They have to look good. I mean, you're not you're not getting like some schmojo on Hollywood theater screens either, like we don't have Brad Pitts walking around uh, (laughs) in the United States either. I'm assuming that you don't get, you know, Russell Crowe or uh, Tim Ross walking around Australia either. But I mean, uh, uh, are there any like regular looking guys in Australia?
1: I don't know if we claim Russell Crowe anymore. I think we we say he's from New Zealand now. Um, so uh, he moved here. Maybe, he's not leaving.
0: Hemsworth?
1: Oh, yeah, the Hemsworths. Hemsworths. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's actually like a third brother and he's also very attractive, but he's not an actor. Yeah. Um, there, I would say that this kind of man, you know, the surfer, um, like, beach I mean, kind of guy yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of them particularly in the queensland area but i'm sure in the show they had um you know like the average the average australian older man in the show and there's plenty of them
0: he was younger he probably looked just as good as Tim ross too
1: (laughs) yeah probably probably but um google anyone's watching google our prime minister and you'll see that we have normal looking people and men (laughs) as well
0: politicians
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah I definitely as a younger person would enjoy the um stereotype that Australians (laughs) have of being attractive
0: (laughs) I mean I mean it's so funny because sometimes I wonder if like that outside of like Sydney Opera House and like the Great Barrier Reef and Australia Zoo, I wonder if the men are like your like one of your touristy attractions too.
1: <laughs> well, the Hemsworths are, and you know Zac Efron lives here now. Oh, really? He's like a quasi-Australian. So um, there was a bit of an influx in twenty twenty because um, our. Uh, we like opened up a lot sooner mm-hmm. and obviously we, we don't have that much density. So you can live a lot of places and have a lot of space around you. Mm-hmm. So that was very attractive to people, obviously in the mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, so, and we, we started filming television shows and movies a bit earlier than other countries. Mm-hmm. So there was, there was a drive.
0: Anyway, we talked about the guide. We talked about, <laughs> so the there's a couple of, um, Locals who are employees of Seagull. There's Darla. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Marla, who's like the floor manager of the cafe. There's Dale, who is the um, real estate worker or lawyer.
1: I think he's a lawyer. Yeah. yeah.
0: Trying to get the sale through. And then there's one other lady. I think her name was Beth, who's like this young um waitress kind of also wanting to branch off into cooking and stuff so and then there's several more but they did have lines <laughs> so that we did not catch their names but yeah so when Cindy's character Caroline came in and she was telling introducing herself to the employees you know as the new older um and they found out that she was going to sell the place they were worried about you know their jobs and stuff, and like I said, that's what Marla was trying to um get Cook to, you know, have his way
1: <laughs> with Caroline, or put romance on the menu, so <laughs> yeah. to speak.
0: Well, I, the the food wasn't that good. I I I have I've. I've never had Vegemite, but I've I haven't heard very good things about Vegemite. (laughs) It makes me worry about eating it, and then um, also they talk they have meat pies, which I guess was burnt also, and stuff. So like there was this, and there's also lack of seasoning it seems on some of the menu items. Because Sid, Sid, can I keep saying like, throwing salt on the fish? Remember?
1: And stuff. Um, and also famously, I can't believe um she missed this opportunity, but famously we have chicken salt. Yeah. On like everything on a fish and chip menu would have yeah. chicken salt. Um so firstly, for regular salt. I'm worried about <laughs> the chicken part. It's kind of like seasoning that would be on um, potato crisps Mm. yeah Um, it's delicious yeah (laughs) I actually went to a um, cafe that was in a country town not long ago and they said I ordered um, a spring roll Um, what do you call them you call them um, cabbage roll I think
0: oh yeah
1: yeah and I ordered a spring roll and they said did you want um, chicken salt on that and I'm like yeah (laughs) yeah I had never thought of putting chicken salt on that, but yes. Um, I do need to defend. I had Vegemite sandwich for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) What Um, does it taste
0: like? Is it as scary as, like, everyone here in America says it is? Like, does it? The
1: the main thing is that you just need to, like, lightly put it on bread. (laughs) And when we scare Americans, we give them a whole spoon of it and make them eat, like, a large amount. I think... (laughs) I had um some um, Chinese um, boys staying with me when they were studying here and they um, said that it tasted a little bit like soy sauce mm. um, so it's that sort of very salty um, like bean kind of flavor I guess yeah um it's actually yeast though
0: what is it yeast does it
1: yeah there's a, I don't even know if this is true actually but there's a story that it's the leftovers of making beer. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness
1: um but the menu uh, it seems like hallmark picked the menu from like they got out a book of like what is the australian stereotypes of what would be at a shop and like to be honest other than the vegemite sandwich these would be on a lot of menus at a small cafe (laughs) um but um yeah and i think the word cafe was a bit strange because it it was more like a um like a quick stop food place, like yeah. the menu wise, like rather like a takeaway yeah. rather than like a cafe. Although Cook, yeah. Sam Cook, he he um, was from Melbourne, which is where I'm from, and we have like the co- cafe culture of the country. Yeah. So I would have thought he would have bought some, you know, more ornate items up there to the cafe.
0: I One thing I do love though, it's like he is – like being so close to the water, he does like literally. He just goes early in the morning and does his catch of the f- day. You know, literally with a fishing pole and everything. And yeah, you know, he goes Pippi, That is that the word that you guys use? Pippy, Pippi, <laughs> catching clams for the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and so for his dishes. I mean, like literally, when they say catch of the day, it's we're not. He's not lying. He's like he literally caught it that morning. <laughs> and yeah, he-
1: and it it seems like they don't have like a market. Like there's not because yeah. we we hear over and over there's not much business around here in this town. Yeah. So and and that's I think what ups the ante a bit because the staff really are not going to have a job if this cafe closes because there's no other one sort of going to happen. Yeah. yeah,
0: they were they were like really worried about losing their job you know Beth was like I'm not going back to working at the farm I you know that kind of thing so it seems like it's a small town where they live it's not a, it's not you know a touristy spot I didn't see a lot of cars or anything like that you know yeah. but for me the before we keep going the star of this movie is the dog mm-hmm. <laughs> A cute little uh terrier mix that they named Spatch and we later find out how he got his nickname which is that Dee Dee kind of adopted him and he, she didn't have dog toys so she gave him a spatula and so <laughs> they named Spatch. It's a cute little dog and I actually Posted on Instagram stories that I'm so, sorry, Cindy and Tim, but the dog stole the show and he, he messaged me back like, yeah, he did.
1: <laughs> I definitely agree. Um, and he really like, I felt uh, one of the things that I found hard to find the motives in is I, I couldn't connect with the relationship between the aunt and like that that character, but the dog really like drew that line. Yeah. Um. So when we found out that he was Aunt Dee's dog, which was yeah. like halfway through the film, also, um, it sort of made I I was more endeared to her the aunt after that. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, but yeah. Was, um. So like, I s- um, the seagulls needed a lot of renovations. Um. There weren't a lot the person who usually does the stuff retired <laughs> the day that Caroline called him. Like, I just retired today. <laughs> so since um, Cook renovated the cabin where he she's staying, where she's renting, which is also his house, um, she asked him to renovate to help fix up the restaurant and stuff so the she was like okay I'll do it for cost of materials plus plus 10 percent so but yeah that's pretty much what they did and then like throughout the movie you know he's helping her with fixing up the place he's she's helping with the kitchen the cooking um organizing the kitchen and stuff like that and, um he also takes her out fishing and takes her out on his boat. I thought that was romantic. I thought that was so romantic. Uh, and, uh, and it is true about, like, no stars in New York.
1: <laughs> yeah, mean, actually, someone has said that to me when I've been in New York. Like, um, oh, I want to go to Australia where you can see stars. And I was always like, that's what? You don't have stars? Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely seems like they were in a remote part that wouldn't have yeah. any city lights nearby. And also probably if they look really hard, they could probably see the the hole in the ozone layer <laughs> from there. <laughs> um, but yeah. but um, I really, I, I also enjoyed that he took her out fishing and that, because that, it seemed like he was actually teaching her how to run the restaurant. Yes. And how they do things there. And um and it felt like I felt like Cook had. I almost like wonder whether Cook had like a romantic relationship with Aunt Dee Dee, <laughs> because he was very bonded with her and her memory. Uh huh. And I wondered like what what the deal I, with them was. Never, I was thinking about that all the time.
0: I never thought that. I I was thinking like Aunt Dee Dee was like took him in as sort of a son or like, as she's an older, I would assume she's an older woman, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, like maybe he, cause he was, he didn't, he didn't say much about his past. He just mm-hmm. like moved around a lot, I guess, you know, but um, I just took it as him being a lost soul and she like kind of took him in as, cause a helper kind of thing. Yeah, and he'd
1: though. been divorced, didn't he? And that's why he was renting out the cabin. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he was the um but yeah. So the cat He the, had baggage. Yeah, he's got something. But anyway, um Cindy and, sorry. Caroline, I do this a lot where I kind of confuse the characters and the um actress names. <laughs> but Caroline and Cook, start you know liking each other and stuff and so it, it's kind of funny because they 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 argue a lot over the weirdest things so the first argument was about meat pies because mm. <laughs> he was like how are you gonna cook it you're gonna kick it like you're gonna put truffle oil and whatever <laughs> else in the um because again that's what her restaurant is in new york it's this fancy
1: yeah fusion yeah. kind of thing right yeah yeah, um,
0: high class restaurant molecular gastronomy kind of thing
1: yeah well it's uh, they refer to it as a lab a yeah. little bit yeah and i think I, she says she's going to elevate the flavor
0: yeah which
1: i guess is putting salt on it <laughs> I don't know but um, I mean it is like it's meat and like tomato sauce or ketchup yeah. really like there's kind of a gravy made out of the ketchup
0: mm. um,
1: which I mean probably doesn't sound very appealing but it is delicious.
0: It looks um, good.
1: Yeah looks- I, do, I, do, I wouldn't want if I was cook I wouldn't want an American coming to cook most of the foods on that menu because they wouldn't make any sense to them. <laughs> so I feel like she should just change the menu for a couple of weeks and like yeah. play around with some of her ideas. And yeah. then, yeah, but they, um they start to get along. And I think that's because like, they're working as a team. Yep. And so we know, we know that they've both had somewhat recent breakups, right? Like yes, we've got her and-
0: ex-fiance or something.
1: Yeah. So I think like they're both really endeared by the idea of being a team with someone yeah in the way that they are
0: yeah so then um it that was their first fight was about meat pies but the one that I laughed at was where when um Marla locked them up in the, in the in the cabinets or whatever in the cupboards and they started throwing flour and rice or whatever at each other. That was so funny. But well, We're skipping around a little bit, but um, they did, they the but they were arguing about the meat pies. It was because um, Caroline had volunteered to make meat pies for the party and he was going to like make New York cheesecake um, and I love cheesecake. <laughs> love cheesecake so you know when they went to the party um they had a sweet little moment of them dancing under the lights and stuff and the cheesecake was good it was actually her recipe that he tried as stuff with a little bit of australian flair <laughs> yeah I can't lemon remember myrtle
1: it. yeah that's right it's but- like i don't i don't even know it but uh, like it's it sounds realistic like is it sounds a, like something
0: what what does it is that's an actual like plant or whatever so
1: fruit? i think it's a flower yeah um i think uh, look it sounds like something i'd say on a menu but i couldn't identify the taste <laughs> other than the lemon part you know
0: yeah and then um what's his name and he she he tried the meat pie and he liked her meat pie also so yeah but um you know, they start liking each other. He gives her a necklace, which was the shell from when they went climbing, mm-hmm. or whatever, or peeing. <laughs> um, and then they a like, couple late later, like she she has to go back to New York because her restaurant's like um, inspection is coming closer, or whatever. And so finally, um, just before she leaves. For New York she finds out that the other employees of Siegel have been trying to like sabotage <laughs> the restaurant so she doesn't sell it or whatever and she thinks she's under pressure that Cook has been trying to sweet talk her kind of thing so so that she doesn't sell so Marla locks them up in the <laughs> um, cat cupboard or uh, whatever. So that's when they start throwing food at each other and stuff And it. I, here's to say, this is the this is the thing that Holland does a lot where like the girl is a, or somebody in the movie is always going, well, does he like me? Or does she like me? And I'm sitting there going, you guys just almost kissed. How much more <laughs> do you need? <laughs> you like each other you're like you were like two inches one second from kissing and then um like what's her name's caroline's ex-boyfriend came to a show. he had this whole thing where oh the guys you know had a plane to bali so i thought well since i'm on the way here might as well come here or whatever and i'm sitting there going like that is the most bullcrap thing ever was he like stalking her <laughs> what the hell is going on
1: and and Bali's close right like we go there for holidays yeah but um yeah it definitely sounds like you'd be paying a whole lot in like airport fees <laughs> to take your private jet all around I you know, know.
0: That's hilarious. And, yeah and I mean like it's a different country too so <laughs> it's not, you're going through customs and whatever else <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I mean that that ex boyfriend or ex fiance is like nothing. Like he just seems like the worst.
0: Yes. Oh my god. Like the guy was creepy as f. Yeah. <laughs> he was so creepy. He goes and tells Caroline that you know he wants her back, and she's like, "Well, why do you want me back or whatever?" So, and he like tries to smooth talk her, so like, "Oh, well, you're doing well now at the restaurant." As something and i thought that you know and which kind of pissed her off with and rightfully so like oh you were when we were having a hard time you fled flaked out on me and now you you want to come back when things are all good or whatever
1: yeah but, a fair weather friend
0: yeah fair weather boyfriend or fiance yeah. but yeah. the whole thing is like he came in there introducing himself as his fiance i'm like wait wait wait, what (laughs) that never came out
1: I don't even think we knew they were engaged like that was was, news to me yeah
0: it looked like it was news to Caroline too Mm -hmm, yeah (laughs) like wait what when did that happen did I miss the the whole proposal Um, but I
1: think I think between the fight and him arriving it kind of like shook her into wanting to go home
0: yeah
1: and just like live her normal life right
0: yeah yeah, so he she ends up keeping the restaurant, but she's gonna um, leave the restaurant um, leave the restaurant in the hands of the locals, of the hands of like Marla, um, Beth, and Cook. Cook gets the official title of head chef, <laughs> which he's already been doing all this time. He just never really got the title, I guess.
1: <laughs> so I assume he's gonna go and change his last name now to Chef. <laughs>
0: Maybe <laughs> and then what's his name? is gonna be the floor manager and stuff like that. And um, Caroline is gonna like fly back and forth every now and then to check out the restaurant, and see how she's going. And that's when they go. She goes back to New York, and you know the the restaurant is doing well. Um, they pass their inspection. They get their great reviews or whatever. And her mom, like, gives her a plate and there's the necklace with the shell on it. And she's like, where did you get this? And bam, there's Cook in New York, all his handsome self.
1: <laughs> He's taken that um 30-hour door-to-door flight.
0: I know, right?
1: That we saw um, Carolyn take earlier in the movie.
0: So, and then, like, you know, they're like, you know, I don't know how this is going to work because you're here in New York and I'm over in Australia, but let's, you know, let's work it out. And so they kiss pretty much a typical Hallmark ending. But okay, so I'm going. So that's how the movie goes. This is where I pissed off some Australians. wonder so what did you say i i I just didn't feel like it was australian in my opinion like it wasn't australian enough i guess in my opinion because we just had a movie a couple weeks prior that was filmed in ireland and it was beautiful and ireland was like its own character in the movie. We got to see different places of Ireland. We got to um, live the Irish culture through the characters and stuff like that. We got to hear stories, folklore uh, from Ireland, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And so I was kind of sort of expecting that from this movie, that kind of feel of like, you know, we're not just talking about food but you know this is like the cult this is how it go- is in australia this is like you know the going on so you know what i mean
1: of like if um, like when they were caught catching fish like if they talked about what kind of fish are in this area right and why and yeah. Yeah, That
0: kind of thing. I did get that same feeling, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Outside of, I was telling another fellow, another Australian, I was like, I feel like that movie could have been filmed anywhere. Because it It wasn't unique to
1: Australia. You know what I mean? That's the thing, right? So, yeah, it probably could have been filmed everywhere and they would have just changed meat pies to... I don't know hot dogs or something I don't <laughs> right but what, whatever you know the 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 dish of that region is but um, I think to me it felt like uh, an Australian movie that we don't really export mm-hmm. so it just felt like a normal movie and there was Australian touches like when they talked about Vegemite or pe- meat pies or um, the neighbours quip yeah. and um, other, other things like that but it Just seemed like a normal movie that wasn't one that we would sell to Americans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like I don't know if you've seen or if anyone listening has seen, like on Netflix, there's a few Australian shows that we made for Australian audiences and now they're being exported.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't and, know which one, like I can look it up, but I
1: have not if you give yeah, me, I a think thought. they all uh, look it up, they all change titles and stuff. <laughs> um but, like, our, our Australian network is called, like, the ABC, right? So it's hard to search because there's an yeah. ABC in America as well. But, um, yeah, like, it felt like those kind of shows, like, they were just made, it was just a movie, like, a simple movie that doesn't have any, um, any like, export value. But, yeah. but it's being exported.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it was made for, was it made originally for Australia? And then
1: well, they- yeah, I guess. So it wasn't made for Hallmark, is that um, yeah, what you
0: were saying? Yeah, well, I'm not sure. From what I understand, it was originally made for Netflix in Australia and somehow another comic cut wind of it. But
1: yeah. I, mean, I guess it it is like the standard Netflix-type film, like the love story, like the yeah. Netflix um, Christmas movies, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it does
0: seem to follow a Hallmark formula because <laughs> there's like five or six movies just off the top of my head that has this same storyline, you know, yeah. where like girl inherits a run down business. She fixes it up to sell, ends up keeping it. <laughs> it's
1: about- yeah. And she always has to go to somewhere like rural yeah. um, to, to like be part of it. And she's a fish out of water yeah which is so, which is the same thing yeah
0: yeah Hoback does that all the time and i would say on the in the hamac group it was like this is just a redo pretty much of all of all of my heart which really pissed off a lot of australians because they're like i was like all they did was copy and paste it and just put it in australia that's it <laughs> and I'm sorry for fellow Aussies if you guys are pissed off and that's just how I felt about the movie and is and I like I said for me that's what I felt it's like I wanted I I know I love Australia I think it's a beautiful country from what I see from what I've heard it's drop-dead gorgeous there's a lot of rich culture especially you know in Australia you guys are very proud of um you know surfing animals everything it's just crazy and probably more than what i'm listing and stuff and then of course the aboriginal people um and i just did i wanted more of that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i it would have been actually it would have been great if there was an aboriginal character um, that would have really added a layer where it couldn't have been shot anywhere else because yeah. their stories and their culture is is not interchangeable no. in any way. Whereas, um, and I and I say this as I'm identifying as a white Australian, um, <laughs> our our stories are are, are pretty uh, transferable to a lot of other <laughs> white cultures. <laughs> um, so you know the, it is what it is. We're pretty boring, but um, the um, yeah I think the formulaic nature of the show was relaxing for me Mm -hmm. so I knew I was not surprised anytime anything happened I was not surprised and that was kind of nice I mean we've had enough of unprecedented times in this world (laughs) and it was kind of nice to just be like well obviously she's not going to sell this restaurant yeah
0: uh, (laughs) I mean it it is I think that's why a lot of people I like Hallmark, too, it's because, you know, at the end of it, you get the happy ending, girl gets the guy, whatever. Mm. But it's like, like I said, after, like, I kind of want, I want diversity in the, yeah. between the middle and in the middle. You know, the, we know what the end is going to be, but how they get there, <laughs> what differences, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and yeah, I think you are right. If we had, I, I mean, I've got to say that um, Queensland probably is the least diverse place. Like a little town in Queensland probably is like this. Yeah. Um. So that's probably not that unrealistic. But if it had been, I, I feel like this movie would have been a little better. And I know, like, we're famous for our beaches and our and that kind of. You know thing but imagine if it was shot over in like the desert area mm. um like that would have been really different
0: i know that would be um awesome.
1: yeah and even like Darwin. Or something yes like outback outback pie no <laughs> <laughs> outback 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 not about the outback there you go and that I it just would have brought something to it. They could have had an indigenous character then. They could have um they also could have, if they were talking about indigenous food,
0: yeah,
1: like that that's really interesting. Indigenous food's yeah. really interesting, and it's it's less known than the meat pies and the vegemites yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So yeah.
0: I was listing some of the foods i never heard of. I was like lily pilly. I was like, ooh, what is that? (laughs) So I Googled it and found out it's only found in like Australia and New Zealand. It's a little fruit thing. It looks to me like uh, lychee here in Hawaii. We have a little fruit thing called lychee. And that's what it looks like to me. So, but yeah.
1: Although I, I have to thank this film. My dog's name's Lily, and now I call her Lily. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> yeah. um, and they they were talking a lot about fruits and flavours, like with the cheesecake and yep. um, the macaroons. Yeah. Yep. Uh, look, yes. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. But, yeah, I just definitely felt like it was a really relaxing film to watch.
0: Yep. I have a question. Um, is, is that a real town lemon myrtle cove? in
1: australia i haven't heard of it i would have to google it <laughs> Metal there is a lot of places oh wait a lot of things come up i think it is real where was this filmed so it was filmed in <laughs> brisbane yeah in a suburb of sean cliff over a period of three weeks yeah they they do these movies really quick yeah um Oh, did they call it Hearts Down Under for you? Is that what they called it?
0: Yeah, that's what they called it. It's Hearts Down Under in the United States and then in Australia it's Romance on the menu.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Romance on the menu is maybe a bit better.
0: I do too. I like... I always thought... This is like the second movie where I feel like the original title sounds better than the um the title that they ended up with, because they ha- a couple of weeks ago they had a movie called "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." The original title of the movie was supposed to be Up uh, Breakup Bootcamp," and it's like I preferred "Breakup Bootcamp" more
1: than "Don't Go Definitely. Breaking My Heart." But what yeah. was the um Irish one called?
0: As luck would have it.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, that's that's a cute name
0: that's very Irish <laughs> but yeah. that one was um, the, the girl what went, went to Ireland and um, got to participate in a matchmaking festival in Killaby, Ireland which we find out was is actually based on a real matchmaking festival going on in Ireland and I'm like can we have one like that here
1: <laughs> That sound pretty nice <laughs> yeah
0: but anyway yeah that, so how many stars would you give this if you if you had to like rank this how many stars would you give it and why what what did you like about it what what did you like about it
1: okay so out of five i'm gonna give it three mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna give one point for the dog <laughs> Well, one star for the dog. One star for um, the, I did like the location. It was very simplistic yeah. and um, it, I did kind of like that it wasn't too stereotypical mm. and I um, am going to give one star for the formulaic nature, which was relaxing. <laughs> yeah. What I'm taking stars away from is the fact that we could have had a little bit of something different just with a few small changes Mm. and it would have still been formulaic and relaxing. Um, And I wanted um, Cindy to do more um, playing with the menu. So I would have really liked it if she really bought her New York Fusion laboratory vibe to this town. I think that would have been really fun. I'm
0: going low. On this one, I would have to say it's like a two, maybe two and a half. I I give it for the dog. The dog is my favorite thing in the movie. Um, my my, I give it for um, the fight scenes. They're hilarious, <laughs> and also the mom. Her mom is so funny. Remember when she was video chatting with. Caroline she was like so where's that handsome cook or whatever so he's in the same room he's right there and it's so funny because she was like oh so you're you're not just burning down the cabin
1: (laughs) I actually really like that and I love that he um slipped straight into um like boyfriend mode where he came over and like introduced himself to the (laughs) mom
0: Her look her look of terror. I I, I imagine my face would have been the same if my mom embarrassed me in front of a guy like that. But yeah, that 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 was like the funny parts from the good parts of the movie for me. Um points taken away is again, like I said, I feel like I wanted to see more of Australia. I wanted to see more of the culture, I wanted to see more of the people, I wanted to like be if it i i feel like if you're gonna film in such an exotic location like that take advantage of it <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. um i love um, i did see much chemistry with tim and cindy outside of them fighting it was just mm. um and also i liked that that was pretty much my big major takeaway. Things I didn't like, you know. Um, and also, yeah, the you, you I, I don't, I do it, it. Like I said earlier, I don't have a problem with the predictability of yes, the girl is going to get the guy, the whatever But it's just um, how to get to the ending is just formula is boring and again it's they've done this like five times I just wish that they could be more different I guess with the trope you know mm. and stuff with the storylines I I I, I <sighs> that's the thing is that I feel like I am very unpopular opinion. There's a lot of people like the predictability and like these kind of storylines. They they, they can see a whole marathon of this same storyline. They're like, I love it. And I'm sitting there going, ooh. <laughs> I'm bored with it after like two, one movie, but yeah, yeah. And that's why it was so, that's what I think was most disappointing to me was again, the They've been do. They've been like exploring new storylines recently, with you know, Hallmark movies. Um, like I said, with the As Luck Would Have It, they had one with. Uh, last week was a, a groundbreaking one because it was the first movie with Asian American leads. Then they had, um, you know, the week before that they had like a boot camp thing and stuff like that. And, it, and I love that it, they're trying new storylines. And I was like, yay. And then it's back to just, uh, oh, we've seen this 10 times already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the only thing that would have been more unique for it, they didn't take advantage of it. I feel like the one thing that would have totally made this unique out of like the other movies that have the same storyline is
1: the location. Did, I, I hope for um, team's sake, that this film gives him a little bit of note, um, and maybe he gets some some gigs in America. There, or- are,
0: there are a lot of Hallmark fans that like him because he's a cutie. I don't blame him. He's he, Hallmark, Hallmark. does a good job picking their men.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I have yeah. yet to meet a uh, ugly Hallmark man, <laughs> but yes, to, and then like he, the accent kind of does it. Just,
1: just. <laughs> they can be a normal australian man but they've got the accents <laughs> so like cool. russell crow
0: <laughs> my he, oh, oh my god when he got locked out of the water i actually put that on my nose it reminded me of james bond yeah <laughs> <laughs> no you know the scene where like Halle Berry walks out of the water in like a bathing suit or whatever he's like the male Halle Berry all
1: right well I'm very glad that he's gonna get these fans Um, I was like
0: good lord I I literally put that on my nose James Bond I don't know what movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: I think it was like Goldfinger maybe or something (laughs) like it was yeah. gold something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I read, I've read, um, I've, I've got Tim's um, Wikipedia in front of me and he was also in the Underbelly Files, which is like a true crime series here. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that exports one day because it's quite, it's quite good. Yeah. So maybe he'll get some success from that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I d- it doesn't have on here like what he's doing next. So we'll have yeah. to see, I guess.
0: I don't see anything on his Instagram, but he hi Tim. If you you know, I I saw you comment to me, so in case you might give (laughs) us
1: Yeah, he might he might give us a listen. Come on, Tim. I'm Australian. Support each other.
0: (laughs) Like, hi Kitty,
1: but no. Um again, thank you
0: so much for joining me today. I mean, like it's uh I am so happy that you got to do it with me. It's crazy.
1: Thank you for having me on. And it's definitely inspired me to watch more of these, um, these Netflix um, type Hallmark movies. movies. Yeah. Do, you
0: do you, does, Hallmark, does Hallmark movies show in Australia?
1: So I believe there's one station on our pay TV network that plays them, but not exclusively. Oh. So I was, uh, one of the things I was going to do was look that up um, oh. and I didn't have to because it was on Netflix, but um yeah the a lot of the christmas type ones are on netflix yeah and um yeah but i'm gonna look it up and record some so i've got some on my you know (laughs) recorder and and feel good movies yeah 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 like i i like you mentioned i think i could watch like five of these little formulas all (laughs) in one session if i was like if i had a flu or something so i haven't got the vaccine yet so you never know (laughs) Yeah. Um do you want to drop your podcast name
0: and stuff before we end?
1: Yeah. So um I'm on Neighbors, the Neighbors Recap podcast, which is on iTunes and all of the places you can find podcasts. So um that is weekly at the moment. Um and I have just finished my first podcast away from Neighbors, which is called Married on Maths. So I believe the Australian um M- maths, Married at First Sight, is somewhat popular with American audiences, but they're two seasons behind. So, when, if you watch Australian Married at First Sight, and if you don't, it is very scandalous. It's much more scandalous than in any American version. Um, I didn't even know there was a, another country's version. Oh, there's a few apparently, um, <laughs> but um, I've only seen Australia. I'm thinking of watching American and maybe podcasting about that as well. But um, when you get up to season eight, check us out. I'm gonna leave it leave it up there for the UK and the US for the, when they watch the seasons. Um, and we plan. So that's me and my husband sitting down talking about reality television love shows.
0: That is yeah. fun. Reality television is like—I feel like it's a um, what's that called? Like a drug <laughs> for <Yeah>. people. <laughs> but thats probably why they have like thirty seasons of The Bachelor here. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Married at First Sight here, anyway, is on four nights a week when it's on, so it is a commitment.
0: Wow. Yeah. So what?
1: I'm just—I'm just recovering from that. <laughs>
0: Four nights a week—that's that might as well be like a sick uh, um, soap opera or something.
1: Yeah, and they—I um, read a study when I was in, when I was studying when I was younger that apparently women watch reality television shows in the same way men watch sport. Mm. Um, so they will like get together with friends and watch it or maybe podcast about it. And yeah, so I think it's um yeah, it's it's interesting. But um yeah, I definitely um I there's there's a lot of content content out there to podcast about. So it's it's good to be swapping it up and talking about new things.
0: That sounds fun. Okay, so for me, um next week Hallmark does not have any new movies. So um on our Babia Kafu website you can buy Get a one dollar membership, and there's a poll on there where you can answer, you can pick which movie for me to review for next week. Um, also, again, with the buy me a coffee, I also added another level that's a five dollar level, which is where you get not never released podcasts about Hallmark movies. Um, for example, May is my birthday month. So the Hallmark movie that I chose to review for the month of May is titled Birthday Wish, J- starring Jesse Schramer and father because, again, it's my birthday. <laughs> no other reason. Um, what else? You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, pretty much any platform on that you can listen to podcasts. Also, um, follow us on Facebook, Hallmark Heartbeats Podcast, Instagram, Hallmark Heartbeats, and Twitter, Hallmark Heartbeat One. Um, and that's about it. Oh, yeah, a couple of things that I will be announcing. Two weeks from today, two weeks from now, it will be a new movie called. Baby, it's called Inside, starring Justin Houdon and Steven Lunt. Um, the following week would be Sweet Carolina, starring Tyler Hines and Lacey Chabert. With that one, I have another guest co-host. You might name Charlie. You might know him from the podcast Thirsty for Hallmark. But that's about it for now. There's no new movies past Sweet Carolina that they've announced yet on the dates and stuff but that's about it so thank you
1: so much cj and i i don't think we have a um i i don't think we have a goodbye that's australian like g'day (laughs) well i can say aloha
0: aloha is hawaii i like that aloha everybody
1: aloha bye Bye.